0: Hi I'm Maggie.
1: Hi I'm Grace and this is
0: A Very Bookish Podcast.
1: Hey guys welcome back to A Very Bookish Podcast. This is episode 35 and we have a very very special guest. We have the author of Twisted Love and Twisted Games.
2: Hi Anna. how are you? Hi I'm good how are you? I'm so happy to be here. We're so excited for you. Grace, I think, is the most excited to (laughs) have you on.
0: Grace (laughs) Grace will not shut up about it. Grace literally, like, sending group chats, like, like stuff, and she's like posting about it all over her social, her story, and stuff. All she's been talking about, maybe for, like she was really obsessed with uh, the maddest obsession. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like this is like up there with her like obsession level where she was just like non stop talking about it, non stop thinking about it. I know she's gonna be in a reading slump after this because that's oh, what no. happened with that series. I have a feeling you're gonna cause her to have a reading slump because she loves it so much already.
1: Definitely. Oh no.
2: <laughs> yeah. I kind of love and hate that in equal measure. And <laughs> oh, okay. I love that you're loving it, but I'm sorry if it puts you in a reading. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's crazy cuz like I kept seeing
1: Twisted love um all over TikTok and then I found your account and it was just like, oh yes, another author on TikTok. And then I started following you and I just every video I was like, oh, she's <laughs> killing me. <gasps> I need this book in my hands. And then I was just like, you know what? After, cause I use I like finishing series. Yeah. Um. I went away from that for like a while. Um. With my whole fantasy phase, I was like, oh, I'll start this series and start that series. And I was just like, uh, too many series at once. Let me go back to my basics. Start a series, finish one. And I I can say that everybody on Book Talk right now is like during the like spicy contemporary phase. And so I was just like, "Okay, we can gonna get into it. I got through the Maid series and I was like hoping to finish it so I could start Twisted Love. I read it and I fell in love with it. I, it just gave me everything that I was looking for in other books. And it was just there. And I was so <laughs> pleasantly surprised and I fell in love. It was, it's so good. It's so good.
2: Yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. I thank you for giving it a chance. Um, And I honestly, I love for your story reactions there. Yeah. So sometimes I'm like, which chapter does she just, because you don't tell me the chapter. It's just like a reaction. So I'm like, okay, I think she's on the scene, but I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to keep my reactions because now I, was lucky enough to receive an ARC for uh, Twisted Games, which I had manifested myself for. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, I do a lot of reactions on my IG stories. So like, I, I need to be, this is my first time really getting one. Um, and so I was just like, I I messaged you, like how-, how do I do this? And then I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna do reactions without seeing anything. <laughs> And um, a lot of my followers who have been now excited for Twisted Love and have been reading it, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. Your reactions don't really tell me. It's just so much emotion. And I'm just like, trust me, it's all good. It's all good. (laughs) And yeah, so I'm sorry if you follow me on on Instagram and you see all my reactions. It's just, they come out. I can't stop
2: them. They're great honestly yeah (laughs)
0: Yeah. i definitely am gonna be filming like a reaction video like a a reading vlog for mine because i'm gonna be reading it from like 10 p.m to like 5 a.m because (laughs) oh my gosh i'm staying up to like take my parents to the airport because they're like oh we're leaving at like 4 30 a.m and i was like okay i'm just gonna read i'm just gonna read the whole time so i'm definitely gonna be like recording my full reactions for it but um spoiler warning for everybody ahead we will be talking spoilers for Twisted Love because it has already been out for a while. So we will be saying spoilers for it. Um, Grace, do you want to talk a little bit about the shop?
1: Oh, yes. So before we get into the book, after my whole fangirling moment, um, uh, we do want to uh, announce that we have uh, our pre sale for our enamel pins for castile and cassian from the akatar series and from blood and ash are up on our shop for pre-order we still have about a week and a couple days left in our pre-order sale so make sure you guys um go to our etsy and order yourself our very first pins that we have been talking about for almost
0: a year now almost a year like it will be a year in december i think Um, but yeah, we, we are filming this actually before we launch the pins, So we don't know how well we've been doing, which is going to be interesting for when the next episode is Calvin, we're going to be talking with him and we'll probably have a little bit of update on that. So you'll kind of get our like delayed reactions, but Mm -hmm. thank you. If you have bought it, I will have everything linked down below and I will have everything linked for twisted love and twisted games because it is actually the 30th. And so twisted games came out yesterday. Um, for those who are listening on Friday. Um, So kind of to start this off, um, do you want to tell us like how this series came to be? Like, how did you think of this series when you were like writing Twisted Love?
2: Yeah, so it's funny because Twisted Love actually ended up being completely different from how I had originally planned it. Um, It was originally just supposed to be a straight up like new adult college contemporary romance without any of the mystery or the suspense. Um, it was actually, so in my original planning of it, Alex was actually in still in college with her and he was going to be her TA. Um, he's based he very, very loosely on actually someone that I knew in oh, college. Okay. My, who is my TA? So. <laughs> Love that. So, um, <laughs> yeah but you know I was I was writing it and it was just not I wasn't really feeling it honestly Mm -hmm. like the original iteration and I'm like this needs like a little something more um and so I basically scrapped the whole thing and I added so so the way I write I actually write a little backwards a lot of authors they write the book first and then they write the blurb so Mm -hmm. I actually write the blurb first before I write the book Mm -hmm. um Like, I kind of write the first few chapters and I write the blurb just to make sure that it's focused. And so um, I was kind of writing it and I was like, okay, I need some way to spice this up with like like a little bit of a mystery and suspense. And then around the same time, I remember reading an article about um, HSAM, which is the Mm -hmm. memory that Alex has where he can like remember all of the details that happened in his life. And I was like, oh, this would be interesting if, you know, this was like a character trait. So I, it was mostly just me like brainstorming ways to make it a little more interesting. And then with the whole girl group, I honestly, I love seeing female friendships in books. I think we, especially in new adult, I think we see a lot of um, male. male.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We don't see enough of females, I feel like. Yeah, so yeah, I feel like we don't see enough of female friendships in new adult, And that was always something that I try to put in my books, I I really like to see kind of like healthy female friendships. I feel like there's a lot of, like a lot of the dynamics, um, I think, are always like, you know, like girls fighting over a guy or kind of, you know, being catty um, toward each other, which I think is good in like certain parts of drama. Um, but for me, I really like to see those like healthy female friendships. And so I ended up putting this group together. I have, a, I have a thing with the number four. I don't know why. Like it's always like four books in my series and four people in a friend group. Don't ask me why it is. Um, I, but I ended up.
0: It's really good for like, for like these like new adult, like smutty romances. Like four yeah. is like the magic number where it's like the series, it feels long, but it doesn't feel too short. And you feel like you, there's enough development of plot over
2: time. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a really good number because then it's like three. It's like a trilogy, and it's kind of I don't know. I always enjoy reading four book series. <laughs> I don't know what It's better on go. the bookshelf. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I ended up, you know, coming up with the girl group, and it just love kind of to what it is today.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like. Because, like, we see, like, I mean, like, the most popular one, L. Kennedy, or, like, Penelope Douglas, where they have, like, the Devil's Night series where it's, like, Mm -hmm. four guy group, or, like, you have the hockey team and stuff. But, like, seeing, like, the girl side of it is really nice.
1: Yeah. I I know that that was definitely something that I liked about this series because usually you're just going to get the guys who are connected and who you see their their friendship which i love i love a good guy group and friend like that's my sweet spot but i started um with like all the books that i had been reading it had been mostly focused on that and i felt like i needed that like girl group that was like really bonded together and even though they're like the best of friends they're college friends they go off and do their own things, but they're still together. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure as the series progresses, we'll see how their bond comes together and how they still stay connected. Um, but it was really a really nice thing to see and how all of them have like their own personalities and how you can kind of see where this series will go for each of them you're just like oh she's a little timid she needs somebody to take her out of her own comfort zone or she's a little out there she needs someone else to challenge her and all these other ones um I got to say, I think I have a feeling
0: who Jules will end up with. Oh, I know who Jules is going to end up with. I've already, if Jules does not end up who I think Jules ends up with, I will riot. I will riot. I will be, I will, I will text you. I will be DMing you. I will send you weekly updates. Like, you better know, this is who Jules ends up with. Just remember when you're writing it, just,
2: just remember, this is who Jules ends up with. I get a lot of. Oh. messages even after just a love came out i got a lot of messages about Jules and um, a certain person.
0: yeah it's made pretty obvious is heavily shipped it it's um, is it? it's it's,
1: it's <laughs> i think it's because we have seen so many of their type of bickering that we're just like mm-hmm. hmm,
0: hmm. But I see what you're doing. I see you. (laughs) We see what you're doing. And we like what you're doing, but we just make sure you have to do it.
1: (laughs) It's it's too it's too many breadcrumbs. it's more that I'm excited if that's where it happens, but definitely, yeah. Um so uh I guess my next question is um who did you you said you you're you had inspiration behind Alex. For Ava, how did like her character and her storyline kind of come to you?
2: I think it's kind of a mix. So I always knew the basics of what she would be like. It was always supposed to be an opposites attract kind of story. So I always knew she would be kind of this very like sweet sunshiny kind of character. Um, I actually didn't know. So Alex was probably the most form- fully formed character in the series. Like I always knew exactly what he was going to be like and how his reactions would be. Ava, I think I kind of felt her out a little bit more um, as I was writing, and she like surprised me a little bit. I she was a little sassier than I had intended her to be. <laughs> she was. Um, and but I think it was good because I. I like, even when I write sweet heroines, I like heroines who have kind of at least some kind of strength. Like they don't always need to be kind of like the physically badass character, but I always like characters, even if it's like an inner strength, Mm -hmm. I kind of like that. And so um, for her, it was mostly exploring her and trying to add like a different facet to her personality besides her just being like, you know, like a very nice, sweet girl, which is fine but a little boring when you're (laughs) when you're reading that in a book Um, and so I actually added in the whole part about her nightmares and her background I my books tend to revolve around certain themes or like overarching motifs so obviously the one about memory is a big one in Twisted Love both with Mm -hmm. Alex's memories as well as Ava's Um, and so I kind of had that mirror each other and you know have them help each other work through their own issues um, regarding that like one aspect of their lives, so.
1: Yeah, that was something I really did like about how both of their memory was very opposite as well as like their personalities are very opposite, but also kind of like their own traumas and things that they deal with was very opposite. Like he remembers every single aspect of his life and she has this huge period of her life that she cannot remember. And I thought that that was a really interesting play on like that whole theme. And it was really cool. Um, One of my favorite things about Ava too is that she is not really looking to depend on anyone. Like she's not wanting anyone to help her. She doesn't feel like she is missing a piece of her. And like Alex sees this, and sees her kind of suffering alone and wants her to like realize like you can do this, you can go off and you can walk, you can swim, you can do all these things on your own. And, you know, fast forwarding towards like the end of the book where she decides I don't need anyone to finally let me swim I can do it on my own and I thought that that was a really interesting thing because usually in books we'll see like the guy come in and help her overcome her fear and then he's there with her every step of the way Where in this one he kind of gave her the tools to do it on her own and then she took it from there and I really really liked that and I thought that that was like so her in a sense because like yeah she's very sunshiny and sweet but she is very snarky and cheeky <laughs> and i love that so much i was like yes
0: ava yes i love when a female character is like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> where it's like it's it's a it's it's the she's not like docile but like she still has like spunk in her but just because like she's bubbly and she's grumpy but so like Kind of leading into that like when you were writing all of these interactions between the two of them how was your thought process especially in the scenes of like this the bed the one bed trope <laughs> that scene was <laughs> iconic he is not a gentleman i think oh my. That, where i was like man i would love to be his whore
2: <laughs> i was like damn i'd love to <laughs> oh my god i think a lot I, you know honestly if i like showed up i'd be like.
0: Yes. So like I guess my question is like do you like when you're writing these do you just like write them down or are you thinking about like the scene in your head and like as you're writing it you're kind of like envisioning it as it's like is it like a movie or like how do you envision these kinds of scenes?
2: Yeah so for me it actually plays out like a movie in my head so I see it um, and I It sounds, maybe it sounds a little trite, but, like, I think a lot of writers will tell you, like, for us, it's not even, like, sometimes I have to sit there and think very hard about what happens, but a lot of the times, it's, like, the characters take on a life of their own, and they will say, that's why, like, sometimes halfway through the stories, they end up taking a completely different turn from how I had anticipated them going, Um, and know they have a life of their own and when i'm writing these scenes between them i kind of like i know what the characters are like i kind of inhabit the headspace and so it kind of just comes out and i see it play out very clearly in my head as if i am watching like a tv show or a movie and i'm kind of like just transcribing what's happening
1: which which that is shown like the writing it felt like I was watching it on screen. Like no lie, like I usually with certain books, like yeah, you, you end up having a, a certain way where you visualize it in your head when you're reading it. And some people it's like flashes of pictures and things like that. I I think, and me and Maggie, we almost direct it in our minds of like, we see the camera kind of zooming in on them and all of these things and it like hit me a couple of days ago that both Twisted Love and Twisted Games, I honestly feel like they could be TV shows with how they're going and like all that happens. Like this is if it were a movie, I'd miss so much. I need all of this. So I I I, I would like to see it as a TV show. So
2: fingers crossed. <laughs> Netflix, if you're listening to this. <laughs> I like I
0: so I I read this book I read it in like five hours I read Twisted Love so fast like I we had a meeting because we're planning a trip for California I'm gonna go out to see Grace and stuff and with our friends Melissa and Eamon and shout out to Melissa and Eamon hey guys um (laughs) but and like literally like 30 minutes after I was like And I I was like sitting on my thing and I was texting with my friend Liv and I was like, what book should I do? She's like, Twisted Love. And I was like, okay. (laughs) She's like, Twisted Love. And I was like, oh. And so I started and i could not put it down i it's so it's fast paced yet n- like not because like so much happens in the book but it's such a page turner where i was literally updating maybe like 25% every hour where i was like going like i was like the first hour i put in the thing and i was like i'm 25% of the way through and then i like i continued reading and then i was like i'm 50% i was like what it's not even over and like somebody so much stuff the stuff with her dad I was like yeah how how did you imagine did you when you wrote this book did you know that the stuff about her well not her dad but her dad did you know that was gonna happen
2: I sort of did so I always knew um writing this book it wasn't going to be her mom like like she thinks it's her mom but it's not um and so I kind of always knew it was going to be her dad a a couple of the stuff a couple of things that happened I did not anticipate (laughs) um so the part about Alex's uncle I think that kind of popped Mm. up halfway through as I was writing the story um and it's you know I think part of it is part of the writing process. So for me, every time I'm writing a chapter, every time I'm writing a scene, um, and I'm really happy to hear that it was a page turner for you because one of the things when I'm writing a chapter scene is, okay, like how do I reveal new information or how do I end this in a way that will make the reader want to continue reading or something that will surprise them or something that will like intrigue them. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, halfway through, through the chapters I'd be like okay what's the strong way to end this and I usually end <laughs> I usually ended it up with like revealing a couple of the plot twists or like adding a, bit, a few of the plot twists so I think that was built in organically into my writing process as I was trying to think through ways of how to make things a little more interesting um, and to ramp up the drama a little bit <laughs> there was a lot of drama Tristan. <laughs> there was drama. a lot of drama
1: I'm like, okay, one thing happened. I'm like, okay, that's the thing. And then a couple of chapters later, there's another thing. I'm like, yeah. And then, don't even get me started on Twisted Games because that one,
0: <laughs> I'm so excited to read it. I'm so I'm I'm having I'm reading for, uh, I'm reading another book right now and I love it. But then I got Twisted Games and I was like, I've been eyeing it. I've I've been at work most of the day. Um, but I've been like eyeing it and I'm like, I'm like, I might finish my book tonight and then start it tonight, (laughs) but, um, kind of to like, can go into, this is kind of veering off path, but I just thought about it when you were talking about it, the men on the covers, how did you decide which men to put on the covers? And like, how did you decide, like, what was the process of getting the covers done?
2: Yeah. So I, look, I know, I know part of book talk feels some kind of way about people on covers. Oh, okay. I personally love that. Like I love my, I love both of my covers. Okay. I, I love, I think the alternate covers, they're beautiful. The men on covers, I love them too. Um, so the cover process, I actually get all of my covers done before I write the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like that kind of person. I need the title. I need the blurb. I need the cover. I, it, it motivates me to keep writing i'm like okay i've spent all this time like i have to finish the story i can't Mm -hmm. not finish it um and so behind the scenes so there are certain photographers that do so i bought exclusive photos um for the covers for the twisted series and kind of this is to give you kind of like a little bit more into like the nuts and bolts behind the logistics of putting out a book um so usually you can either choose between stock photos which is like photos you find on like shutter stock or deposit photos and that's why sometimes you see a lot of the same photos on book covers is because they are stock photos and like anyone can use them yeah. and then there's exclusive photos which are a lot more expensive but you will be the only person who can have that specific photo I mean the model will have other photos but you're the only one that gets that one. Mm-hmm. And so I really wanted to kind of step up my cover game a little bit um, with this series because I think a cover is probably one of the most important marketing tools of a book. It's the first thing a reader sees when they're browsing Amazon. Like they're not even going to look at the blurb if the cover doesn't catch their eye. And so I had a vision in my head of what Alex looked like. and. I think the cover for Twisted Love is probably the closest I can imagine him being in terms of (laughs) the options available um, for the models. And so it's actually really funny because the model, I had him on my Pinterest like my private Pinterest board as my info before I started writing and I had no clue that he actually did book covers I was just like it's just like random guy that I found on Pinterest Um, and then so as I was looking for photos for the book cover I actually saw him on another cover on Amazon and I was like wait wait a minute I was like like, does he do book covers um and so usually like the author will credit the photographer and the model in the inside and so this one did and I looked into it I contacted the photographer they gave me a gallery I chose the one that ended up being on Twisted Love and then I worked with a designer who was great we worked together on a concept of what we wanted to look like and it ended up you know the way that it is Um, I think it's I wanted something that was very on point for the new adult genre um, which is like kind of these black and white covers with the male models on the front Um, and then if you know all of the letters like love games are kind of they reflect the theme of the book so the love on Twisted Love is actually water Um, and then the one for games obviously is gold for royalty and then yes I, nice
0: <laughs> I my guilty pleasure is like the covers with the men on them, like the Throttle series, like Lord Asher. I have the yeah. male. Everybody gets like the like discreet covers, is what yeah. a lot of people call them. But I'm like, no, I want the men. <laughs> like, I am buying this yes. to read about the man. I should be able to like open it up and then look back and then open it during sexy scenes.
2: <laughs> I should be able to imagine it. I love that. Yeah, I. Yeah. I love the male covers I think they
1: don't get enough love on book talk but yeah his like Alex's uh, the the model's eyes they (laughs) like every time I would see it on my 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 feed those eyes would just like look at me and like wrap me in I was just like
0: all the eyes (laughs) eyes, you're kind of just they're kind of like the lighter color eyes and you're just kind of like
2: you're like, I, just when you staring. At you.
0: Far away, you're like, do they have any eyes? <laughs> it's so, it's so white, you're
2: like, you're like. Yeah, I, but then once you get up close, you're just like, like, oh. I know it's like piercings. They both, especially in black and white, I think it makes it stand oh, yeah. out a little mm-hmm. more. Yeah. I had someone—I don't remember where it was. I think it was like on Instagram where I did my cover reveal for Twisted Love, and I saw a comment somewhere where I was like, "I want to lick his eyeballs." <laughs> and I'm like. I don't recommend doing that, but I get the sentiment.
0: I mean, does it like, the book cover? I guess.
2: Yeah, I'm like, I guess you can if you want. I don't know. I don't know if that would be pleasant, but
1: yeah. And um, so when you were like um, kind of putting together of how Alex looked, um, you said that that was as close as you can get, um but like, do you, are you one of the authors that also kind of like, um, celebrity
2: casts? I'm really bad at celebrity casting. Honestly, I'm terrible. Like people ask me, they're like, who do you fan cast? And I'm like, it's the model. (laughs) I like the cover. I don't know. I think part of the reason is because I have a very specific image in my mind of what mm-hmm. the person looks like. And it's very hard for me to find someone in real life mm-hmm. who matches that. It's always like, they're kind of close, but not really, you know, um, yeah. or maybe they do exist and I just don't know about them yet. In which case, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. um, so I, I honestly, I hate it when people ask me, they're like, who do you fan cast as this person? I'm like, I can't even tell you a celebrity because none of the celebrities I know match what I okay. have in my
1: head. Great, because like we were like kind of mentioning this last time with Amen about like it's so hard to kind of like get like a specific because like like we know like there's a whole bunch of like fan casts on TikTok and like oh this is so and so this is so and so from a cover and that one video may give because me I'm more about like the essence of the person yeah they give that like dominant kind of cold hearted um strong fierce vibe if they give me that and they kind kind of look like them I'm like okay yeah I could see them playing this person but then as soon as like I go to their profile and look at the rest of the videos I'm like no
2: never mind I know it's always like okay there's this one specific photo or like this one specific Mm -hmm. video that gives off that vibe but then I'm like okay I can't look at the rest because the rest just don't fit. And I'm like, I'm just, Literally. and it's just, just this one photo. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it, and sometimes it's like not even their full face. It's like zoomed in, and some yeah. like half over. And I'm like, that's enough. I don't need to see anything else. Yeah. Or you'll ruin the vibe. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Because like, I, you know, a lot, a lot of other authors are just like, oh, I casted this person, or this person was like a placeholder for this character. But sometimes, yeah what what is actually out there is nothing compared to what's actually going on up there
0: yeah <laughs> Exactly. because well, like it's funny that like i was talking about how like i look at the covers and stuff but alex doesn't have a face in my mind like alex <laughs> is, is faceless <laughs> <laughs> like because we had this conversation last week about like i don't Like, we, it's so hard to, like, because everybody has such a different idea of what the character looks. And that's, like, the beauty of reading is not everybody is going to have the exact, like, same, like, oh, this is what Alex looks like. Because even you said, like, the model on the cover isn't exactly what you imagined him to be. Mm -hmm. And, like, I was, like, when I, like, read, I think of it like a movie and stuff, but, like, I never fully see their face. Like, I'll see, like, a jaw or, like... The hands or like <laughs> the hands. <laughs> like like or like from like the collarbone down and yeah. stuff. But yeah. I don't ever see like the full face. Which is yeah. Like yeah. why
2: I get the man covers. <laughs> so you can imagine. Yeah. No, I'm actually the same way. I actually feel the same way. When I see the scenes, I see everything else very clearly. And then the characters, like I I do know what they look like, but they are always the blurriest for me yeah. in terms of like like I get. I get an overall sense, but it's not like crystal clear detail the way some of the other parts of the scene are. So,
0: so yeah. when you're writing some <laughs> spicy scenes, how? Oh what is your process for writing spicy scenes?
2: Oh, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one, is the first,
0: you're the first spicy author that we've had on. So you're oh getting really? like, yes. Oh, my
2: gosh. Okay. You're setting the tone. <laughs> so I definitely do not write these in public. Um, I <laughs> not like me. I wrote a full
0: smutty scene in the break room of Barnes and Noble.
2: Oh my god! Okay, that's goals. <laughs> You're surrounded by lots of inspiration in Barnes and Noble. Oh yeah, it's a it's a bookstore series. Oh my
0: god!
2: <laughs> I hope there's some like. Oh, it, it's it's in now. the oh, stack. Yeah, it's in the stacks. <laughs> Sorry, I. Oh, I, <laughs> no, I yeah. I am very excited for that. I love some stuff (laughs) like action.
0: But But. yes, so like, do you, like when you, when you are writing it, are you like, okay, I want this, this, and this to happen in the scene? Or is it kind of more of like a, you're imagining it in your head and you're like, okay, this is what Alex like would do. This is how she would react. Like what would, how did you pre-plan it? Or is it like more of a like flow?
2: It definitely flows. I cannot pre-plan any of the spicy scenes. They do not end up it would end up I think feeling very stilted if I tried to plan them. Um so I actually I have to be in a completely separate headspace to write them. So usually when I'm writing the story I will once I hit a spicy scene I'll just put like insert X and then I'll write the rest of the story and then I go back and I specifically spend like a day writing those scenes. Um, right. And they're pretty you know they're actually very difficult I think <laughs> for me. Like some of some of them are easy. Um, and then there's other ones, like there's one specific scene in Twisted Games, I don't want to give it away, but <laughs> in like the gazebo scene, I that was a very... Grace? Like, <laughs> Is that the kink that you have, Grace? <laughs> I'm not telling you. <laughs> um, it was very hard for me to write that scene. Because the the thing is, I have to, you have to not only make sure that the technical, (laughs) the technical part, technical parts of it, but also to make sure it doesn't sound like it's just like, you know, A goes into B or like, you know, I, there has to be a certain flow and a certain kind of chemistry there. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for me, I do a lot of rewriting in terms of like, okay, this is what they're doing, but how do I inject that kind of like passion into it as well as their personalities into it. Um, If, if you've read Twisted Love and you've read Twisted Games, um, the spicy scenes seem to follow like a general, a general trend um, in terms of like, you know, alpha males and stuff like that. So (laughs) that's all I'm going to say. But yeah, it's, it's, I don't even know, like, I, it's very hard for me, I think, to, but once I get into the flow of it, I think it gets a lot better, it's really just getting it started, and then I think part of me is also, I used to have some inhibitions about writing, like, full-out spicy scenes, I used to be a lot tamer, I get, like, embarrassed writing some of the things that Mm -hmm. end up happening, and then now I'm just, like, yeah, it's great.
1: I was gonna <laughs> it was so say okay. it just It definitely doesn't show that you're embarrassed cause uh, I mean, your girl was sweating. Yeah, <laughs> there were times I had to like, whoo. What's that TikTok sound? It's just like, whoo. Let me catch my breath. <laughs> was, man, that was me. Um, yeah, but I definitely see that. Um. I'm I'm a big person like when every time I read like a spicy scene um one thing that I love for authors to include is like a little communication yes in there you know is there
0: the communication that I think what I'm
1: maybe I don't know you won't know until you read it okay (laughs) but I I do like some communication and when I was reading like about Alex and all the things man that he would say I was like "Whoo, I'm I'm not prepared I know there is an animal under there and then when I got to read so I was like there's wow there's um, it's always the quiet ones it's it's <laughs> Definitely that one. Cause...
0: Oh my gosh, I'm I'm so excited. I just want to start reading like now. <laughs> like I'm literally what do, I'm like halfway through uh my other book, and I'm like, well now I'm like now I'm like gonna probably like push myself to like because this one's really good too. So I'm like, well, oh. and it's a duology too. So I'm like, do I read the other one and then read Twisted Games or like do I just like oh, I might just read Twisted Games. You won't today. be
1: able to. You won't be able to. It, you'll you'll give it up, but um I, I definitely will say that the passion and like that fierceness that that both Alex and Reese have, it's very like clear in the moment. And it comes across that like need to be with that one person. And even for like the girls, which gotta say, I appreciate that we get sexy scenes with, the guy's pov because hardly happens it's more like the girl yeah living through it but then like we got alex and i was like sir you are i basically want to
0: reread twisted love too now (laughs) and it's like less than a week (laughs)
1: um I i gotta ask what is what was your favorite spicy scene
2: Um, For Twisted Love, love, the phone scene (laughs) is my favorite. (laughs) I, you know, that's funny because that scene, I actually, I don't remember where I saw it. I think it was like a meme somewhere (laughs) that someone wrote once. It was like, oh, like I would love like if I was like on the phone and like, this is really hot. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to write that. (laughs) I'm going to write that scene
1: it was it was pretty good i mean come on who hasn't you know thought about that and here we have it and kind of mixed business and pleasure you know you have to <laughs> i, I got to say like uh i was very very jealous of ava in that moment <laughs> i was I was a little jealous a little bit
0: <laughs> so um kind of about alex how did so i'm ukrainian too uh, uh so when i saw that my goodreads update was like represent and then i just had a ton of ukrainian flags on it <laughs> so like when you were like deciding like ethnicities and stuff for characters like was it just kind of like a oh this is since you already had alex like pre-planned and you knew you were like okay he's gonna be ukrainian or was it something like oh kind of how when you found about the um uh, the mind the memory stuff was it just kind sort of like oh i'll add this
2: in yeah for him he was always supposed to be ukrainian um i i don't know there's just something about russian and ukrainian men i think in books, trust but me i, I know <laughs> yeah just <Yeah>. love <laughs> and so i haven't written one before um and so i was very interested in and i think i kind of you know I don't want it to seem like a stereotype. But, you know, and I think like it, it didn't make sense for me for him to be, say, like Italian. Like it just didn't, I feel like that just wouldn't fit with his personality. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So he's always been like cooler, a little bit more reserved. And I always, that just seemed to fit him a little bit more than mm-hmm. some of the other. Yeah. I,
0: I agree. I was like, I was excited too. I was like, because we get a lot of like Russian yeah Like a lot of like oh, we're from Russia, but there's a difference between like Russia and Ukraine. And I was like, yeah. oh, she singled out my motherland. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> you.
2: gotta show them some love. I
0: yeah. it was I was just like, oh, <laughs> thank
1: you. Yeah. Oh, this is definitely a special one. And then, like with Ava, you, she's Chinese American too. Mm-hmm. and you are as well. And yeah. like, how did? how did you want that to be like transferred into your writing and your story
2: yeah so I tend to love you know like Asian heroines and stories obviously I'm Asian um and I think it would be great to you know see them have more representation in books especially I think new adult and not you know there are books that are specifically like okay this is like an Asian American Mm -hmm. book which I think is great but I I love to see characters that are a little bit more incorporated into romance without it being like a focus on their ethnicity you know what I mean so I love seeing characters where it's obvious they're diverse but without centering their entire personality around like their ethnicity like I honestly like as a Chinese American I'm like that's probably not even in, like, the top 10 of, like, my defining characteristics yeah. as, like, a person. Um, and so when I was writing her, I, you know, I sprinkled in a, a few little things about her culture in the background and the way that she interacts with her family, the family dynamics. The number are, four. The number four and the way they celebrate Thanksgiving. Like, very, like, small, subtle touches that, I mean for the most part, like, she lives life like a normal college student. Like, when I went to college, Mm -hmm. my life was pretty similar to most, like, (laughs) non-Asian students. Like, there's not, you know, so it's not, so she is, like, I always try to add, like, at least a little bit of cultural references there, but, you know, they're just normal people, and I try to have that come across in my books and, you know, give that representation without it coming off, like, I'm trying to
1: like meet a
0: quota or something
2: yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah and that's like something that like Maggie and I talk about like often when we're talking about representation like yes like book talk is like that's their main thing about like pushing this issue and like and sometimes it, it it comes across as not good representation like I always say this when I'm reading a book and then like I uh, come across a Hispanic character and then I just see them being like overly Hispanic I'm like yeah. that's not how we are we're 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 normal we're, <laughs> we're still late to a lot of stuff I mean we're still late to a lot of stuff but
2: <laughs> Grace is like, I grew up it? in Miami I grew up in Miami so I can I went to a lot of quinceañeras that were like, starts at 7 p.m., 9 p.m. We're like, all right, we're starting the party. (laughs) It was a lot of (laughs) fun. Because like,
1: okay, so yesterday I had a baby shower for my sister. Well, not my sister, but she's like close enough to me that I've called her my sister most of my life. And on the invitation, on like the Facebook invite, it said, starts at five, uh, three, starts at three, ends at six. Like, okay, it's like two o'clock. And then me and my mom, I'm like, oh, we're gonna head out, right? So we have to go and it's back in LA, which I'm like an hour and a half drive from. So I have to drive over there. We get there like at 5.30 and we're like, oh, we're here for the back end of the party. It's fine, like no worries. And then we're there. And then like other people start showing up and we're just like, okay, we're not the last ones, right? And then my sister comes along. She's like, okay, we're about to start the games. So I'm like, about to start the games. It's, I thought you were wrapping this up. And she's like, girl, no. And I'm like, you're right. I forgot, I forgot. We ended up leaving there like around like 9.30, almost 10. And I was just like, "Yep, yeah, that that's how we are. So some things, though stereotypical, are very accurate. But the rest of it... I like yeah. to make accurate representation you don't need it to make their entire thing um like yeah you can describe how they look and if they have an accent or things like that but everything else is very subtle mm-hmm. in how they are to show where they're from like you wouldn't be able to like differentiate this specific country from that specific country unless you knew that person in their entirety like we're just reading pages off of a book so there's so much more vital to the story than just their ethnicity and just their culture there's more that makes them a well-rounded character than just where they're where they're coming from who they are what what makes them them there's a whole list before you get to ethnicity like you said and I really like that with even within the group that like you get like kind of like their descriptions of what they are and who they where they come from but it's it's quick and then onto what actually makes them them and I thought that was really good and I, I really like that you as an author you also feel that way because it's it's kind of hard for a reader to kind of look at these authors and then see authors not understand that balance between representation and everything else Mm -hmm. and then with a lot of other readers especially on book talk who push this agenda and make it into something that it doesn't really need to be it's just
0: complicated but it was it was a nice touch and I like that thank you I I felt that it made it Cause I feel like there's sometimes like there there are a lot of romance books where it's like, it's it's so I read um, I read a book I forgot which book specifically it was a net galley arc, um but it wasn't the one I just read it was a different one and it was like and it heavily like their culture influenced everything and it was definitely the book the romance was about like having romance in that culture and stuff versus and i like i enjoy that and stuff but like it's also really nice when you have like this like just regular smutty romance that it's not it's more about the plot and it's more about like and yes about like who they are as a person and stuff it's more about the like smutty scenes (laughs) 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 um but like you still have that representation where it's like it's not it's not too subtle where it's like you wouldn't notice it but it's like it's a healthy amount where it's like Mm self-explanatory and I loved that about the book
2: thank you thank you yeah I would love to see kind of more of that type of what like because I think people it defaults to like Caucasian you know it's like all these romances and then if it's not if there's like heavily another type of ethnicity it ends up being categorized as like oh this is you know, like Asian American literature, this is like Hispanic Mm -hmm. literature, you know? Um, And so I think it it would be nice to kind of incorporate that just as like something normal that pops up without having it to be like a separate category.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because then if you're trying to separate it so much, you're not making it normal.
2: Yeah, Yeah.
1: Also just as bad as not being represented because we, we have to sit in this box. We can't be with everybody else. This is our sandbox and our sandbox alone. When there's a whole other park out there, I want to go down the slide too. But they won't <laughs> let me. Think. It just feels wrong, you know? But yeah. Um, so I do uh, want to, I did want to talk about this specific scene. Um, you okay. can, mentioned it a little bit. Um, It's not the scene that you probably think, (laughs) Megan. It was um, where Ava and Bridget get kidnapped. Uh And we're seeing it from Alex's point of view. And then he thinks, where the hell is her body going? (laughs) (laughs) I, I remember updating it. I'm just like, yeah, where is he? Is he coming? what happened there and I'm like I know the next book is about them so I'm like I'm hoping to get some arguments behind what happened between them and then when he popped out I was just like oh my gosh this is like an action movie
2: (laughs) and seeing
1: him take um the other guy down and to be honest when I saw like Reese like getting angry right there and like Alex kind of looking at him like no I'm angrier and but Reese was also just like well I'm mad too I was just like oh you guys are so cute you guys are you guys will get along fine grumpily but fine um but yeah what was kind of like your thought process between kind of overlapping some of the scenes and some and interweaving both storylines (laughs) entirely
2: yes yeah, so I mean the kidnapping was always going to happen <laughs> that was always in the plot um and I had a choice kind of <laughs> deciding basically who the lucky person was like that kidnapped Ava. <laughs> which one of her friends would be the lucky one um and I ended up deciding you know like I was thinking about the personalities and kind of where I wanted the rest of the storyline to go and um I think Bridget popped up even though she was obviously the one that would have the most complications given who she was and you know her protection but I always knew that her and her bodyguard clash and what happens there I mean I don't want to give too much away but you can kind of see in that scene how she oh no there's a book between the two of them <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so, you know, like the whole part about her sneaking out behind his back and like kind of chafing his overprotectiveness, obviously that will end up, spoiler alert, end up being a huge theme, at least like in part of Twisted Games and part of the tension between them, I think, in the beginning. And so when I was planning that out, that just ended up slotting in pretty neatly (laughs) in that scene. Um, I think neither Jules nor Stella would have really made as much sense to be her kidnapping partner so to speak
0: (laughs) i definitely like when like i didn't see him in the scene i was like he's on the way i was like i was like there's no way i already knew like we didn't even have his pov i was like reese is definitely possessive over her like it's (laughs) that like hot bodyguard like he has to be already so possessive of her and the fact that she got kidnapped he's probably freaking out and he's already like thinking a million and one ways to get her back and I was like when I didn't see him I was like oh he's on the way so I wasn't too scared I was like oh Reese come save the day daddy um (laughs) but (laughs) but it was just kind of funny because I was like I was like of course it would be Bridget of all people like Bridget the one with the protection detail like yes Ava was the intended target but of course Bridget would be the one to like set everything up for them to be captured (laughs) like it's just her personality and like I guess the restriction she's always just like going behind the back of her bodyguards and stuff and so like and since he's already like possessive of her based on what I've read from Twisted Love because I've not read Twisted Games yet um, but like seeing their like interaction, and I was like, "Oh, I can't wait to like read all this tension, and then
2: be like, Ooh la la, I want this too.' Maybe I'll hire my own bodyguard." Oh man, yeah, I wish. I wish I had a bodyguard. I don't know what I would need them for, but I kind of want one now. Yeah. Tattooed, gray eyes, gray eyes. Oh. <laughs>
0: One question, how did you come up with the name Reese? Because it's spelled, it's I, I, I don't want to relate it back to this, but I saw it and I was like, how it's spelled, I was like, it's <laughs> like, please don't be inspired by Reese and please don't be inspired. Because my, my, my roommate's my roommates boyfriend's name is Reese, but it's R-E-E-C-E, uh. kind of like Reese's Pieces is what I call him. <laughs> uh-huh. Hi, Carly. Carly actually listens to the podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so when, when I saw that, I was like, how did you come up with the name?
2: I, you know, coming up with names is actually, sometimes I have to think very hard to come up with a name, and then other times they just pop out at me. And I think for Reese, I was trying to think of a name that was very kind of like alpha, but also... I don't know how to describe it like it just gives me certain vibes and it I actually did not get his <laughs> it, it was actually not based on Rhysand um, or Rysand like, I don't I don't know right Rice. <laughs> right Rice. Rice I don't is... know um <laughs> I do pronounce it actually mm-hmm. but I that was always a name that I actually really liked even before I read Eclatar um I'm not sure where so <laughs> first time I ever heard it was actually Jonathan Myers. Mm. um i don't know if you know, you know the actor it's like part of his last name and i was like know, oh, that's like a pretty hot name for a guy and i just like honestly i just feel like the way it's spelled r-h-y-s is no offense to your roommate's boyfriend but i i
0: just better way yeah oh yeah fuck you
2: reese <laughs> it's hotter. like better way <laughs> it's better than R E like s-e or r-e i'll text
0: him i'll be like do you want to change your name to r-h-y-s <laughs> or like how are we going to change your name because Carly you lack
2: it just <laughs> pretend <laughs> it's it's spells R-H-I-S yeah um yeah His name is I
1: and reading it I I didn't tie him at all mm-hmm. I like yeah when you see it yeah. okay
0: it was the like first a, time I saw it I was like oh <laughs> but it it's
1: that's kind of like what it is with anything like as soon yeah. as you see for the first time every time you see something similar to it it'll remind you of that first time that's how yeah. it is and um but no i got to say he's 1000 uh, times better than
0: i have a feeling Reese is more grace's type because alex is definitely i don't i you know alex is just the kind <laughs> of character that i like that like cold offstandish person is definitely my type and grace is definitely into like the possessive alpha male like the kind (laughs) of guy that i probably think reese is gonna be but we we still have two more books i still have to remind that but yeah, because
1: um (laughs) i'm hoping don't i don't want to tell us i'm hoping that josh gets one and if josh does i feel like he's more my type because he seems like more goofy and funny and very like playful banter type which is kind of my type too but reese does speak to another side of me (laughs) and i will just say out of the two so far reese is definitely He's uh made me emotional, <laughs> and
0: um... I like how I'm I'm looking at Twisted Hate the, the Goodreads, and the one review for it is like this is gonna be about Jules and Josh. I'm calling it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one review. But my question is, have you written like is Twisted Game is tw- no Twisted Hate mm-hmm. is Twisted Hate? Are you still writing it, or is it done?
2: No, I'm still writing it. It's actually funny you should ask because I actually spent today doing my research and my theme planning for Twisted Hate. Um, and I, yeah, it'll
0: be, fun. It'll be well, fun. I guess this kind of like segues exactly into what I was going to ask you is how long did it take you to write these books? Like, was this kind of like, was the first one like it took like a year or like how long is it average for you to write these books?
2: So it actually, Twisted Love actually took me about a month. <laughs> to write oh, it. Wow. It was very fast and I, you know, every book is different. Some books are a little more inspired than others. Um, Yeah, Twisted Love, I was just very, it, it's one of those books that came very easily to me because I knew exactly what was about to happen. I knew how it was going to play out and all I had to do was just write it out when I, you know, when I planned it. Um, Twisted Games took me a little longer. So Twisted Games, I started in February and then I kept on tweaking it all the way through like June, I was like crashing. I, I feel so bad for my editor because I kept on going to her and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I have to push her deadline back <laughs> Because <sighs> Twisted Games, I am not going to lie. We went through some stuff. I, <laughs> I rewrote that story. I rewrote like huge chunks of that story, maybe like five times. And I had to scrap, like I had to scrap a lot of it. The way that it originally was planned is not at all... <laughs> the way that it ended up being now. Um, The ending was completely different. The beginning, like, honestly, everything was completely different. Um, And so I had to keep writing and rewriting it. I was just not happy with the way that it was turning out in the original iteration. But I have some amazing alpha and beta readers who kind of helped me work through it. And so it ended up in a place that I was really happy with. But yeah, for Twisted Games, I say it took me like four months. I'd say. um, Twisted hate, I'm hoping it's more like a twisted love situation where I can just, you know, and a lot of the work goes into the pre-planning, you know, so I do a lot of planning ahead of time in terms of the research. I write out all of the plot twists and the information ahead of time so that I don't spend a ton of time writing like all of these words only to get stuck in a corner. Um, Sometimes that doesn't work out the way because I would end up writing a story and it just takes a completely rough turn and I'm like I didn't plan for this I have no idea what's happening but (laughs) um, I think the longest I ever took to write a book was probably If We Ever Meet Again Mm -hmm. um, which is the first book in my other series very different series from Twisted yeah (laughs) it definitely is just based on the covers alone (laughs) yeah very very different Um, and it's funny because I actually wrote the first draft of If We Ever Meet Again on Wattpad I used to be on, web like, 10 years ago, like, right when I first started, um, and I completely changed that. It took me years, honestly, to rewrite, if we ever meet again, for publication. I took a very long break from writing just because of life, and I had grad school, and I got a job, and all of that, um, so that took me, like, three years, probably, to rewrite that entire thing, but everything else came much faster, so
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's like a muscle. You just have to you have to just so is
0: are are you have definitely blown up on tiktok and stuff now on book talk and like are you hoping that this becomes more of like your permanent job is or are you wanting to keep it more as like a side like side hustle or is it Mm -hmm. has it always been like your plan to like make this like a full-time job
2: yeah so i would definitely love to do this full-time one day um I, and, you know, I'm very grateful for all of the love that um, both Talk has shown my books, and I, it definitely, I was not expecting, um, you know, I was not expecting the reception that Twisted Love got after I came out, um, and it's been amazing, but I, you know, and I probably wouldn't go full-time, probably not within the next year or two, I, I'm very, like, cautious in terms of my finances. (laughs) And so being an author is a very, it's not as, like, stable, you know. Like, some months you do very well, and then some months you do not so well. Um, And so for me, I like to at least have a little bit more of a financial cushion in terms, you know, before I become full-time. But I do eventually hope that one day I will become, like, a full-time author this is what I like I'm just not really feeling the office life literally me getting my days. accounting
0: degree right now like I'm getting <laughs> my accounting degree and like my goal would obviously be to like be a full-time writer and stuff but like mm-hmm. I I'm a I'm a full-time student at the moment um yeah. and but I I have my accounting degree I like doing accounting and stuff but like I don't really want to be in office for the rest of my life but like yeah. I have that thing where it's, like, it's a fallback. It's a default. If if I can write while I'm working and I can, like, promote, like, because, like, TikTok and stuff, like, yeah, it does take me a couple hours sometimes where I, like, did full face makeup ready for, like, to film a bunch of TikToks and stuff. But, like, the social media and, like, being able to, like, promote stuff on show, social media now is very is easy. And, like, as you can see, like, Twisted Love really blew up for you. And then we see the downfall of it, of, piracy and recently you have you found was it some video that they were talking about twisted love or can you kind of explain the situation that happened because I saw your friends only video about it
2: yeah so I saw like two videos pop up in my FYP and they were both like the videos themselves were like promoting twisted love um which is great to see but then like in the comments it would be like a lot of people being like where can I get the free epub for this or like the free pdf and then like one of the videos the girl who posted the video was like oh i read this on this specific like pirate site and so of course like everyone mm. you know like everyone in the comments can see that and see where to get that and then the other video the girl is just straight up like i i can dm you just like fuck like I can just send it to you in like your DMs, so which is not great. um And I've also had like people come into my DMs asking me where they can download like a free EPUB, and I'm like, I'm like I don't know if you. Sometimes I'm like you know some of these people, I'm like I don't know if you know that I didn't authorize <laughs> these EPUBs. Like I. Because, you know, some of them, I think they know exactly what they're doing. And then some other people, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not sure if, like, you're confused and you think that, like, the author is okay and, like, they actually put their books up at these sites and you just think for some reason, like, it's free to download and they're, like, a little confused. So, but that's that's not fun. So um, I think piracy is a huge issue, obviously. It's a hot button issue on the app, I feel like, yeah. every few months. Yeah, I definitely,
0: I definitely, I think, especially when, it like, there's a difference with like J.K. Rowling, who we all know is like a very problematic person and we don't want to support her. There's a difference between pirating like her books where she's already made millions upon millions of dollars on it and a couple thousand people like reading it on a, on a website.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But like the fact that you are a very small indie author, you you have a – like this is not – this isn't even – you probably can't even make this your full-time job. And the fact that like people are acknowledge, like actively like promoting pirating is like, it's theft. It is point blank period theft. And Grace and I, I actually got really heated last night. We were, it was like 2 a.m. and we were talking about this on our meeting for for our store. And I was getting, I was getting so heated because like you put a lot of effort into this. You put months of work into this. And for people to just be able to not pay for it – and I kind of equated it to on BookTok, there's this huge thing about crediting artists. Mm -hmm. Like, crediting artists for their artwork and giving authors the acknowledgement of, like, tagging them or saying where you've gotten a piece of artwork from because that's theft if you don't. Same thing goes with piracy. If you – or like you going to an unknown website downloading this and reading it you are stealing from the author because there's unauthorized content that you are using and it is theft, and that's why it is illegal and you have copyright claims and stuff for your books for that purpose and it's like i I i've noticed i've like i've been following people and they like talk about like it's like very classless to say and it's like but these are like small indie authors who even for them that's like hurting their bottom line for you to go and read it somewhere else and like it's on it's on kindle it's like four dollars on kindle right it's like 3.99 right now and i'm like i i I know this is gonna sound this is gonna be really controversial take so anybody who like finds this video (laughs) and takes this i'm sorry but like if you can't afford to buy that there are so many other free books like yes it is a trend to read this i i understand that and you want to be in the hype fomo is a a real thing but there are so many other free books on kindle and also a lot of authors will sometimes make their books free with kindle unlimited or even making it fully free on kindle like zero dollars and that doesn't excuse you to just pirate it (laughs) Because yeah. you were stealing from a – especially, like, you and, like, Penelope Douglas just posted a a thing yes. where literally – it wasn't just stealing. They were using it to win awards.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that post today, and I was like, wow, that's, like, a whole other level of just boldness. Like, not only to read something, you know, on a pirate site, which, like she said, like, you know, obviously I – I do not condone that and it's very harmful but to actually like take her words and p- pass them off as your own and try to take credit yeah. for it, it's like a whole other level of you know that's like straight up plagiarizing and like fraud like beyond piracy and i do feel like what she said was right in that they seem to have gone bolder these past i mean like pirates have always existed um but they do really seem to have like gotten a lot bolder <laughs> in like this past year and I don't know what it is but I I don't know I hope it sucks
1: (laughs) it it really sucks because it's like like we understand that there's people who can't don't have access to books and whatnot and you do feel for those people who aren't able to have like the same accessibility as you us here you know but it's also like we said you authors put so much work and sometimes it's that all of that work doesn't even get to go that far because they're they're self-publishing, they're indie authors. They don't have these big publishing companies behind them that can push their work out and get so much more income from it. And, and that's, it's like a thing of like, if you give someone an inch, they'll end up taking a mile. And that's how I feel like it goes with a lot of these piracy um, kind of like... Little websites and things like that because it's like it won't just stop with these problematic authors it won't just stop with um oh it's just one time or it's just just this one book that I don't have access to it will go so far from that to where the publishing companies are already the book industry is already taking a huge hit not many people are buying as many books it's already a uh a business that's dwindling it's not it can't take too much mm-hmm. you know and then we have all of these other authors who are just starting off or who are pushing off their good and amazing books like twisted love and then we have people turning around and promoting for people to steal it that's why like as soon as like anybody comments anything on any of my videos as soon as I see it on my notifications I'm like no you don't the pr- other person does not even get to see the reply of this link like no it's not gonna be a thing because it's not fair and it's not right because no one knows where the boundary is to stop so it's better just not do it
2: yeah I agree and about the comment thing I think one of the things that I do I put my comment filters on for my accountant this was everyone I screen out words like PDF, EPUB, the name of a certain pirate site, which we may or may not be familiar with. I think I know exactly which one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, um, I screened those out, so I don't even see them. But yeah, I, I sometimes I see that on comment sections of cre- like creators would recommend a certain video, and then there will be comments like "Where can I read this?" And you know, there was one time where it was very frustrating because. I was on the comment section of one of those videos and, you know, it was a great video and they were, like, talking about, there was a recommendation for Twisted Love and then someone was like, oh, where can it?" They, they didn't actually ask to read it for free. They're like, oh, where can I buy this? And then someone went and commented and they're like, you don't have to buy it. You can read it for free here. So it's not even, like, that person that they're commenting to didn't have accessibility. Like, they were willing to pay money for it and then someone went in and be like, don't pay for this, just, like, yeah. I read it. Yeah. Which is, like,
0: anyway yeah yeah i'm looking online i'm I'm opening up to twisted twisted games Mm -hmm. and i bought mine for fifteen dollars which is a normal price for a book it's pretty average but like it's kindle unlimited it's available on kindle unlimited it's actually $14.58 right now. It was a, it was ten dollars and fifty cents earlier today. Amazon um, does weird
2: things with the pricing. Like, I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I was like, I, was,
0: I literally was like, I should have just gotten it. Or maybe it was last night. I think it was because I was talking with Grace, but I was like, it's ten dollars. But um, but Kindle Unlimited, like, yes, I know you can the free trial ends, but you can just make more accounts like if you really like w- don't want to pay for kindle unlimited just do like the or like sometimes they do like three months for 99
2: cents mm-hmm. yeah they have
1: and then it, it um i'm correct me if i'm wrong but with kindle unlimited it's like the number of pages that the reader reads yeah that's how they get you-
2: paid per page fee. so um when you download a book it helps with the sales rank but then Mm -hmm. authors don't actually get paid until you start reading the book and then they get paid a certain amount per page read. Um, And, you know, like even if someone doesn't have access to Kino Limited, a lot of authors, especially small indie authors, like they are looking to grow their art team and they will give you a free review copy of their book in exchange for a review, which is like the easiest way to, you know, like to um, get that or like sign up for newsletters like BookBub free booksy they will send you daily deals with like free books and a lot of these are like big name books um there's just a lot of way I think a lot of ways that are legal that people can access reading without and a lot
0: of the people who are pirating are minors yeah that is majority of people who are reading these on those like websites and stuff are people who are minors and i am not trying to like regulate what minors read but you have to keep that in mind that like your majority of these people who are like reading online like free books and pirating and stuff are people who it's not the intended audience and that's why they're downloading it illegally and reading it illegally because it's not meant for them like this age range for this book like i mean like You can be 17 and buy this book. I don't care. I don't care what you do with your life. That's on you. But like perpetuating the idea of pirating and stuff just also perpetuates that younger audiences are reaching this. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's been like statistically proven that like younger audiences are the ones who are doing the piracy. Because like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've pirated one book. I pirated one book because – I didn't know any. I didn't know better. I I didn't know. And then I learned. And I mean, I've also pirated movies before, but that was also like Pride and Prejudice Zombies, which I like rewatched like so many times until I actually bought the movie because I literally watch it like five times a year. And I was like, I hate going to like Google Docs and like finding this. I need to just buy the movie. So I just bought it. But like, I will admit, I'm the first one to admit, like I did pirate before, but I learned, I've learned the business side and I've understand where like smaller indie authors are it hurts their bottom line and it hurts your livelihood sometimes depending on who it is and i'll fully accept that i did wrong but like don't promote it like don't yeah. don't promote it
2: yeah like don't yeah that's the thing it's you know i i think piracy is one of the things that authors it kind of comes with the business like you know what's going to happen You can't really stop it and a lot of authors I know just you know like it's a cost of doing business but I it does really hurt the bottom line especially of the small authors but the way that it's been you know like I've seen a video promoting a certain a certain website that had like almost a million views right and a clearly illegal website which I don't think TikTok knows what that is because you know a bunch of authors reported it for um, promoting illegal activity and TikTok was like this is not illegal (laughs) you know, even though it is, um, and so it's, like, if you're gonna do it, don't, don't, like, blast it out there, like, don't go to the author being, like, how can you help me steal your work, like, that's just a whole, I, I don't know, I feel like that's just, like, a whole other level of, <laughs> of boldness. Kind of kind of
1: thing, yeah. like, um, you wouldn't, why would you ask the author that you're taking it from it doesn't make sense
0: yeah i mean because like especially since you put so much effort into this and you're putting your money into this and to have somebody be like hey like i want this for free give it to me for free illegally and you're like like i i'm friends with elise kova um and she showed like the amount of downloads from one piracy site and she was like i would have made this much money if they actually bought it from me and i was like yeah yeah Yeah. that's like a semester of tuition for me (laughs) like that's a lot of money and it just it it feels icky too like after i finished reading the book that i pirated i was like it's on kindle unlimited i didn't even know that i didn't even know that it was like a kindle unlimited and i had kindle that time and i was like i could have just read this and gave the author the credit that they deserve because like putting out a book no matter how bad quote-unquote bad it is authors still put in effort you still put in work yeah
1: it's a lot of work no matter what yeah it's a lot of work period yeah but transitioning to some lighter topics um uh well, i wanted to ask you some fun and lighthearted things okay. during your writing process um are you the type of writer who snacks or are you the type of writer who sips i don't i don't want to say drinks cuz that sounds i mean you could
0: i mean you <laughs> can see... drink water grace i know but it just sounds you're making it you're making
1: it sound like so, anyway like anyways do you snack or do you drink are you a drinker or you snacker i'm a drinker
2: i i cannot eat like i get very distracted like when i'm eating like the only thing i can do when i'm eating is like watch tv (laughs) honestly that's another (laughs) one yeah it's the munchies um i'm a like i when i write i always have to have a drink with me probably either like tea or like a chai or matcha latte are like my go-to drinks um it just makes me more productive i don't know what it is about having like a cup next to me yeah it it kind of feels you know it
1: it no matter how grown up you are having like a like a coffee while you're there working in your office just makes you feel even more grown up it does I don't know what it is about that but having like your specific like office mug right there next to you while you're doing your work, just makes you seem so much more productive. And I don't know if it's like having watched so many movies while being a kid and watching TV and seeing these like women and these men doing work and then they have their their mug right there. And you are just like, I'm gonna do that one day.
2: <laughs> I've made it. I'm sitting at my computer with a coffee mug and I'm doing work. <laughs> and okay. I
1: made it, this, this is the high point of my life, oh yeah. yeah um I'm definitely a snacker I don't know what it is I have to munch
0: it's I can't I'm definitely a drinker I'm a drinker too I always have to have like something like I was about to say I also have to be swallowing something but that just sounds so wrong but I think that's perfect for this genre it goes with the yeah it goes with the genre theme it goes with the theme of my whole page I that should be grace that should be a T-shirt is. And a I'm T-shirt. Always, <laughs> I'm always, I'm always swallowing something, and then maybe like a wine glass. Or,
2: hmm. No, <laughs> terrible. Grace,
0: I think we should she, do it. She's
2: thinking about it. Look at her face. Grace is like, I'm not, I'm not gonna do
0: it. I'm just thinking about it. I'm not gonna do it. I did it. <laughs> that's what. it's... That should be the sound. Um.
1: Okay. Um, sheesh! I had another fun, lighthearted question. I couldn't remember.
0: <laughs> I just, I just, I just threw in my my penis jokes. So <laughs> it makes everything better. My <laughs> swallowing joke
1: totally sidetracked me. I can't think of anything else. But I keep I, you on your
0: toes, Grace.
1: It's fine. It's fine. It's totally good. Um, so you're for sure planned for a quartet in this mm-hmm.
2: series yes
1: which is kind of sad because <sighs> there are more characters popping up and i am curious about novellas.
2: That. have you ever thought about writing novellas oh yeah you know you're not the first person who's asked me that i don't want to confirm anything So you're confirming what I'm hearing. No, 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 no. no. Do not hold it. So it is for sure, it is for sure four books. Um, If I were to do a novella, maybe it would not be, if I were to do a novella, it would not be a new couple. Okay. It would be either, I don't (laughs) want to say, it it would be about existing characters. Um so probably probably I mean I honestly I also have two new series that I am already thinking about before I finish the twisted series which I am excited about so I have I have a lot of things
0: I'll just be checking your goodreads like every couple
1: days and be like oh subscribe to newsletter and refreshing every day
0: yes (laughs)
1: uh so will we be seeing more of alex and Ava in the other two series sprinkle in a couple of moments even if they're books
0: names not series books great i mean
1: in the series in, in in the rest of this series that's what i meant yes
0: the series <laughs> I, know,
1: I, know,
2: I know. <laughs> and don't you put your s wrong <laughs> yeah, I
1: <did>. it's okay
2: <laughs> they will definitely be popping up um especially in one book i think they Will play a bigger role than they twisted have hate? <laughs> perhaps um yeah, i was right will, so it is josh they will they will play a, a bigger role than they have in twisted games just because of certain things that happen josh okay Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. you can just say that
0: <laughs> you don't have to confirm it but that's what you i'm doing, and having. that's what i'm getting from this
1: okay.
0: um hey she says hasn't finished
1: writing so we never know it could could pop up expect my weekly email (laughs) if you need uh inspo let us know we always have very
2: keep that in mind
1: for
2: sure
0: (laughs) grace is just like yeah wink 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 like you just, just wink, like, we'll tell you we'll tell you the whole plot if you, if you don't want to write the fourth book and give it to us we'll just we'll take it for you
2: oh my gosh <laughs> if only, if only. Yeah. um yeah
1: uh so for all of our listeners um kind of wrapping this up we have Twisted, sorry, (laughs) we have uh, Twisted Love, which is on Kindle Unlimited, you can go ahead and read that, hopefully you have read that before listening to this whole episode, and then uh, when you guys listen to this, Twisted Games will have been released already, you can get it on Amazon paperback, and it will also be available on Kindle
0: Unlimited, and it it has discrete covers as well, so um, for YouTube, I have the, the male models. (laughs)
1: but
2: the the spines I the have spines to-
1: are gorgeous
2: I like I, I love to it. my designer my cover <gasps> designer all of that all of them
0: I love the the spines I posted on my Instagram story I was like the spines I just love them oh. I'm very like a It's so aesthetic. Like the the fact that they're like all the same. Well, they're not the same height because I'm like twisting them around, but oh, twisted, (laughs) huh? Twisted love. Okay, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) But like the fact that like all of them like match and stuff and it's just so good. Very clean and uniform. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. Uh,
1: I'm definitely the type of person to like, now that I have Kindle Unlimited, I'll read a series on Kindle Unlimited. And if I fall in love, I am... Dying to get my hands on the physical copy. Because, you know, with Kindle Unlimited, you read it and then you have to return it but with some certain series I have to have them in physical so I think you have convinced me to get the male models because they just look
0: well see I might get the I love this series so much that I might get the discreet covers too okay I'm glad
1: you said that because I was thinking about it too
0: I was like I was like I was like I, was, I saw the twisted I was like okay I saw the twisted hate like the like hate thing for on um good reason I was like I might get both. <laughs> I was like, I, because like the the discrete covers are white, mm-hmm. yeah, and these ones are black, and I'm like, how will look good on my bookshelf. I'll just have like a little a little contrast,
2: and then I'll, I'll I'll
0: just have like a big haul from you, and then I'll have like just a shelf on my bookshelf, just dedicated to you. I'm
2: honored. I'm honored. <laughs> honored. Very honored. Yeah,
1: for sure. Um, so for our listeners, we have a very special little treat for you. Anna is being a very gracious sport for us. And she is willing to read the first
2: page of Twisted Games. Yes. Yes. I, oh my gosh, this first line, I wish I I had (laughs) written something different. (laughs) I, I
0: didn't even open the book. I didn't even, like, I don't like reading blurbs or anything. So I don't even know, like, what's, I never read blurbs and stuff for the book. I literally saw the cover and I was like, okay, I want to read this. That's my whole thing. I didn't know anything about the book. So when I opened up this first page and I read it, I was like, what? <laughs> and my lis- uh, listeners get ready for what she's going to tell you because it's going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Um, okay. So I'm just going to read this, like, short little little page uh, okay <laughs> I'm sorry we're just all laughing I'm thinking about the fact that my roommates are in the other room <laughs>
0: <laughs> full send just full send you wrote it
2: you have to say it now you got it. Okay. okay okay I'm gonna see it <laughs> I'm sorry, you might have to edit this, So, <laughs> No, you're good. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Masters, thank me. I stifled a laugh on my bodyguard's deep face as Leather the Parrot squawked in his cage. The Parrot's name said all you needed to know about its previous owner's sex life. And while some found him amusing, Booth did not. He hated birds. He said they reminded him of giant flying rats. One day, he and Leather are going to get into it. Emma, the director of flags and whiskers, plucked her tongue. Poor Booth. I held back another laugh, even as I felt a small pang in my heart. Probably not. Booth's leaving soon. I tried not to think about it. Booth had been with me for four years, but he was leaving for paternity leave next week and staying in Eldora after to be closer to his wife and newborn. I was happy for him, but I would miss him. He was not only my bodyguard, but a friend, and I could only hope his replacement and I had the same rapport. Ah, yes, I forgot. Emma's face softened. She was in her early sixties, with short gray streaked hair and warm brown eyes. Lots of changes for you in a short time, my dear. She knew how much I hated goodbyes. Do you want me to read a little more, or you can go as far as you want. No, I'm not gonna read. I'm not gonna read. Well, I mean, I won't. I won't read. I won't be able to read far enough that we come yes. onto the page.
1: You could, if you are up for it, read a quick paragraph of one of your favorite scenes.
2: Yes, do you have a- Oh, I don't think I can. (laughs) I can read one of my favorite scenes (laughs) out
0: loud. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm blushing a little bit and I haven't even seen it or read
2: it yet. Yeah, it's a certain scene um, after a certain reception. I'm not reading that out loud. (laughs) Grace, (laughs) is that- (laughs)
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm absolutely. <laughs> wait, 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 I have the perfect thing for this. <laughs> Get your
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a beautiful pants.
0: I got but it from Hawaii. I'm very jealous. Oh, so pretty. Okay, this I needed this earlier. I turned off my fan, so like I'm kind of like overheating. <laughs> That's why my face is so red, and then we're talking about this, and I'm just like
1: oh, it's the best. I gotta say, this is, like, the dream, though, to, like, read a book that you love so much and be able to talk to the author about it. Thank it you. It's been amazing. Um, and then thank you for, like, putting up with all of my reactions and my DMs. Of course. I love it. I
2: love, honestly, I love seeing readers' reactions as they're reading a book. Um, it's just very, I think, very rewarding for me. Yeah. As an author. So. Good. Don't be afraid to into my TM. <laughs> Perfect. Um,
1: so I think we're going to wrap up our episode. And um, thank you guys for listening. And make sure you guys go ahead and order or go ahead and read on Kindle Unlimited Twisted Games and look out for the rest of the Twisted series.
0: Yeah. we'll have everything linked down below we'll have the goodreads we'll have the the um amazon links down below um so you can just click for our youtube listeners you can just click and go purchase it and then you can read it because y'all will all love this so oh yeah you
1: will love it as someone who is had to put it down reluctantly for this <laughs> recording
0: she was literally it- reading it right before i was literally (laughs)
1: reading it right before i I, it was and it's so good i love it and i'm so excited for the rest of the series and so excited for everyone else to be able to read this book and through its twists and turns and yeah
2: so thank you so much it was so much fun talking to you guys i um I really like, enjoyed talking about it with you and you're very fun to hang out with, so.
0: Thank you. Hey. Well, uh, thank you to everybody who's listened. Um, we have our shop stuff also linked down below, so don't forget to go check that out. We have our pre-orders for our pins. Um, also follow our shop Instagram. We will be, we're gonna be pushing out more bookish stuff. This one was very, very centered in uh, the ACOTAR FBAA fandom, but we're also gonna be releasing some like smutty stuff so stay on the we lookout know. for that you might be hearing uh, us announce like a, a team alex pin or a- <laughs> a, we might we yeah. might do like a, a twisted tw- the twisted series inspired something we don't oh. know so yeah, like we'll keep you updated but thank you everybody and have a good rest of your evening bye thank
2: you bye